Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to another edition of Deportes Nation podcast in English, allegedly in English. Sometimes I worry about whether it's English, Spanish, French, or whatever language Alex Parra decides to make up that day. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for following us. And I say us, really, maybe it's my co-host more than anyone else that you follow, ladies and gentlemen. And instead of me talking, let's welcome in the talented Miss Ashley Rodriguez. First of all, Ashley, happy Friday, by the way, just for full disclosure. How are you this day, morning, night, young lady? Happy Friday, Alex. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am doing great, Alex. How are you? I'm okay. You know, uh, I stayed up a little bit last night watching this presidential debate, the last one of three that were scheduled. Remember, that middle one was canceled. The president had COVID. The uh, Biden campaign didn't want to follow or, 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 uh, or um, I guess, uh, adhere to certain rules. So we finally got a look yesterday, Ashley. A listen at the two gentlemen that apparently one or the other will be president of the United States. I can tell you one thing. I'm going to vote for the 70-year-old white guy. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> right? I, yeah. I, I think I'm that, safe yeah, by we, saying that. We have it narrowed down, Alex. I think you have the right idea. Absolutely. Um, yeah, no, I watched the debate too. Pretty interesting and um, a lot more civil compared to the last two. Um, or actually the first one uh, uh, from when Trump and, and Biden first met. Um, a lot more civil. I think that the moderator too did a much better job. She did. Here she did. She was good. Balancing out the scales and allowing each candidate to say what they have to say. Um, again, a lot more civil. <laughs> a lot more civil. Well, first of all, before we get into a little bit of that, and I think that the political side is important. We only have this presidential election every four years. We want to thank all the people that have supported us in launching this podcast, Ashley. The, the love uh, that we feel, that we've heard is, is really amazing. So we're really happy that you, ladies and gentlemen, are taking the time to to listen in. And, and we definitely, uh, Ashley, want people's input, right? Their, their questions, their comments, their ideas. Absolutely, yes. And you can do all of that by following us on all social media platforms at Deportes Nation. Um, you can follow myself at Ashley Rodriguez, um, Alex Parra. Um, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, what else? We don't have a TikTok yet. No, it's because uh, Alex can't dance. Yeah, that'll be at Uncle Alex. That'll be the <laughs> the, the the new tag, the new uh, handle, if you will, for for my TikTok. I'm working on that. Well, well, well you're 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 a you're you're a cheerleader. You, you can teach me some moves, right? I can teach you some moves. There you go. Oh yeah. Even I have faith in you. I have faith in you. I think that you can boogie a little bit. Uh, you know, back in my day when I did my my aerobics training, <laughs> that's how old I am. Um, the grapevine was my move. The grapevine. That's uh, that's the only move I've got. Is that still a move? That age. <laughs> <laughs> when 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 your parents no, wait, and I, I, I can't I can't be mean to you. I I, I can't sure be mean you to can. you, Alex, because actually this month is. Uh, be kind to senior citizens. <laughs> be kind to senior citizens. Lord, yes. Um, well, Alex, actually, this month is uh, Bullying Awareness Month. And so yes. we see a lot of um, athletes sponsoring this or bringing awareness to this, I should say. Um, it's very important to be kind to one another, whether if it's online, in person, 
Uh, kill them with kindness, Alex. Uh, Ashley, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that here at the top of the show. I, I think in the past, bullying was, was kind of accepted that you had to do it to be part of a group. And, and I'm not going to go off on a big tangent here, and, and, but it reminds me of the days back when whenever you joined a sports team, it was the responsibility of the senior members of that team to bring in the, the new guys or the new girls and, and submit them to hazing, basically, to bullying. And that was a rite of passage for them to join the team. And, and of course, that's a ludicrous idea. We're all equal. Um, we may not have the same abilities, but we're all equal in the sense of respecting each other. So I'm glad you bring that up. I think since my time, so certainly back in the day when I was in school, things have changed. We literally went – there was no rule or guidance or even discussion about about bullying. It was just accepted that the toughest people rose to the top, and, and you had to bully and, and hurt people in order to show dominance. And I'm glad little by little those days are disappearing. Absolutely. If you're caught bullying someone nowadays, uh, Alex, or, you know, being disrespectful, um, you're, you're out. Good. They will kick you out. You will lose your position on the team, uh, the fraternity, sorority, uh, whatever organization. Um, it is a no tolerance policy. So um, that is heavily enforced. So yes. I'm glad. So so I guess to bring it full circle, you cannot be mean to you, but I can still be mean to you. So, exactly. There you go. And, and, and Alex, that, that's also perfect as we're talking about uh, just a little bit of politics. I sure. think that we all need to uh, remind ourselves that, hey, you might have a different point of view than I do, but that's okay. You know, last, last show I said that we all bleed red. I mean, as in we are all human beings, you know, we, we have a Most approach. of us. There's a, there's a couple of aliens on the planet, but we won't talk about them. You know, I. It's funny you say that because <laughs> extraterrestrials. It's been a crazy year. Twenty twenty has been a crazy year, and um, apparently the CIA released information that aliens are real. So I don't put it past <laughs> as a joke anymore. Apparently there is, but mm -hmm. who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Ashley, um, the debate last night. We we both tuned in. We both have our our take on it, and and that's important. What did you see last night? First of all, I think a different debate than debate number one. We were able to listen in more to the candidates and, and how they feel and, and their, their take, their perspective um, on different topics, which is good. Absolutely. Alex, look, I, I want to make a reference before I go on and give my opinion and my point of view on this. Um, I'm kind of going to take a, a, a stance like Megyn Kelly. Megyn Kelly is a former Fox reporter. Now, that, that doesn't mean I'm going to go into uh, picking a side or anything. Her stance and the way that she has a journalism standpoint is that when we're delivering or, or giving our opinion, it's actually not even about opinion. Um, we can't do news coverage based on who might get upset. So as journalists, you know, we give the truth and we have to stick to the facts. We have to defend the facts. And the truth is the truth no matter who says it. Now, in regards to the political debate last night, like I said, it was a lot more civil compared to what we saw last time. Sure. Um, but I'm going to use an analogy here, and this is just my point of view, and I'm going to use the analogy of um, a current UFC fighter, Jorge Masvidal. He recently um, gave uh, – he was on the podium, and he was just talking to his fans – and his perfect analogy that tied in politics into sports was just exactly what the Portes Nation is, the Portes y Mas, sports and more. Um, his analogy was that if you take a look at our president, he 
is equivalent to the head coach of a team. So if the head coach is not winning games, he's not winning championships, then we have to replace him. Now, this, Alex, is no longer an analogy. We just witnessed this with the Houston Texans and Bill O'Brien. He's out. This He's out, yeah. So after losing four consecutive games at the beginning of this 2020 season, they let him go. They parted ways with Bill O'Brien. So my, you know, again, tying this into politi- politics, you know, sports and, and, and politics, if the Houston Texans didn't allow Bill O'Brien one more game as head coach, let alone another season, why would you allow a career politician who's been in office for 47 years and has done nothing for minorities? And, 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 we're, and I speak of only minorities because, Alex, you know, we're, we're Latinos. And why would you allow a career politician who's been in office for 47 years four more years to prove you wrong? And, and, and before we go on, let me just sure. take that analogy away from sports. Alex, if, you, if your car breaks down and you take it to a mechanic – and that mechanic has had your car for 47 years. And then you, Alex, go to him and say, you know what? Never mind. Thank you so much. Obviously, you can't do anything with it. Um, and he's like, no, 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 wait. Just give me four more years. Alex, would you give well, him that opportunity to, to fix your car four more years after 47 years of not doing anything with great it? Great question. First of all, I ride the bus. So that 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 I'm not in that category. <laughs> so, so I go to the bus stop. As long as my bus is there, I think we're fine. But in your, in your example, you, you're, you're valid in saying, how is it possible that someone that has the opportunity as a senator, as a vice president, an elected official at, at national levels, continues to say, look, this is going to change. I am going to, we are going to make it better, and it's not any better. At some point, anybody in that situation, yes, loses credibility. At what point... Do you have that standard applied to anything else in your life, whether it's the, the, the example you just mentioned, someone providing a service for you, but anybody leading us in the sports analogy, I think it's a valid one. Okay, just give me one more year and I promise we'll win. Well, give me two more years and I promise we'll win. Well, if the expectation is let's win games, let's win our, 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 our championship and you don't do that after X amount of time, all of us have to turn around and say, well, what is wrong here? And, and that is one of, I think, the, to me, Ashley, my opinion, let's not get into the debate, and we can, is of, of the options we have. I, I think there's good and bad in both of the options we've been offered. I jokingly said I'm voting for the 70-year-old man for president, but those are our choices. It's a generational thing. Both parties have put up candidates with flaws. Well, we're all human beings. We all have flaws. But, but you make a very valid point, which is how far do we push our current options? Is it time, and this is maybe a radical idea for some, for a third party? I'd love to have one more option. Maybe that keeps everybody honest versus this two-party system. And I know people are not going to be happy with that. But like you said, it's not about how people feel. It's trying to present the facts. You have presented a fact, which is 47 years, what have you done? That is a valid question. And yesterday, to be honest with you, I saw Biden not wanting to talk about those things. And, and that made me think, wow, why? Why are we going back down this road? And, and, and on the other side, President Trump also with his flaws, denying certain things. And I get it. They both spin what I think is convenient for them at the time. 
And the other part of this, here's what's interesting, uh, Ashley, and let me just go off on a little bit of a different tangent. Mm -hmm. What responsibility do they have, back to what you mentioned, to make sure the facts and the truth are upheld? It seems to me that during a, an election, a, a campaign, people can say whatever they want and they're never held accountable, even if they lied to us. That's what truly bothers me in this situation, Ashley, that both of them can just make stuff up. The supporters on either side would justify those answers. And you're right. It's up to, I think, journalists to say, no, here are the facts. For instance, the question that Biden, I'm sorry, that President Trump raised yesterday about who built the cages. First of all, I, 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 am, I am completely shocked that, 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 that there is not much more of an uproar about the separation of human beings, children from their families. It, 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 I'm sorry, in, in any situation, we would be looking at as, a, as, 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 as not acceptable. It has happened. But the question is, what got us to that point? What I heard yesterday was blame on both sides, if you will for this situation. And, 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 and Biden, from what I understand, never answered the question if, in fact, under the Obama administration, administration rather, the cages were built. So, look, we, we can go off on this tangent for, for, for days, if you will. We can have different opinions and we need to have a conversation about it. I think, Ashley, that's what makes us stronger, like you mentioned, but with facts, with data, with good information. And Alex, with that, you know, knowledge is power. One thing that if I could say anything to our listeners is do your research, do your homework, okay? More than 50% of Americans here in, in the United States, um, they go home after a long day's work and they only hear the headlines. The headlines do not paint the full story. They do not give you the full story. And they take advantage of that. Both parties take advantage of that, Alex. They take advantage of you not knowing. They take advantage of you, uh, that they knowing that you are not gonna go home and do your research, dive hours and hours to research each, uh, each candidate or each politician and, and the years of work that they've done. You know what I'm saying? The other thing that I really wanna bring up is that Alex, you just mentioned that, you know, to what, you know, how, how do we hold them accountable? To what responsibilities should they be held accountable? Or let me, let me just say this, Alex, right now we, we live in, in an era where social media is everything. Sure. You know, we get our information from social media. Too much. Um, exactly. Yeah, too much. It's all at our fingertips. We have it on our phone, on our computer, wherever you go, social media is everything. Now with that, there has been a lot of censorship of information getting out on both parties. And let me just say this, that is dangerous. For you, for the government to withhold information from its citizens, that is so dangerous. But it come, it brings the question as to why. Why aren't we asking? What, and, and as journalists, we should be asking these questions. Why are you withholding that information? Why do you not want us to look into that? Alex, you brought up the... the, the the topic of um, Joe Biden and, 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 and Trump and, you know, the cages and all this stuff. Let me just say this. And I mentioned this on my Twitter last night because I'm, we're telling people to go to our Twitter to follow us on social media. You're going to find some things that, hey, you know, you may not agree with. And that's OK. Again, we should all be kind to one another regardless. The fact of the matter is here, um, Alex, is that last night when that topic came into question, I found it super frustrating as a viewer 
that Joe Biden did not hold, admit and was not um, hold accountable for what happened during the Obama administration. He, as vice president for eight years to Obama, let, let me just go on and say this. The fact is, is that under the Obama administration, there had been more deportations here in the United States history. It's record breaking out of any president in the United States. And Biden was a part of that. And now I'm just going to leave that on the table and, and do with that information as you will. Sure. Um, but we we have we have to be honest and we have to be transparent. And that is a fact that under the Obama administration, there had been more deportations more than any U.S. history president. I mean, that, that's it. And, and, and so, and look, I'll interrupt you. One one could argue, by the same token, that that means that the, we and we the country under Obama, the Obama administration, did not have open borders because of the level and and amount of deportation. So, so look, that that's a debate, and that and, and that topic is a a necessary topic of discussion. And I don't mean to cut you off. I think one of the questions we have to ask ourselves, Ashley, is. What motivates us to now decide how we're going to vote? We heard from the candidates. Is that enough? Do we take their word for it? Do we, I think as you said correctly, do our own homework, research, and fact check them? What makes us decide? Is it talking to our families, to our friends, to our coworkers? Is it listening to athletes, Ashley? If tomorrow night LeBron James comes out and says, I am voting for X candidate, you should too. Does that motivate you? Is that the deciding factor in our lives? Again, athletes for many years have been in our role models. Charles Barkley famously said back in the day, you know what? I'm not a, a role model. I don't want to be a role model. Unfortunately, he is for some. Fortunately, he is for some. I'll, I'll put it that way. But athletes can sway votes. Is that their responsibility? And, and more, 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 more uh, to the point, Ashley, we as, as, as voting citizens... Who do we listen to? Do you think an athlete then, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening, if they come out and your favorite athlete in whatever sport it be, say, vote for this candidate, do you follow their recommendation? What do you think, Ashley? You know, I, I would love to listen or, or to hear what our, our listeners have to say, Alex. You know, what are some topics that motivate you to go vote? Is it immigration? Is it, um, you know, finances, the, the economy, um, national security, um, abortion? You know, these are topics that people really look into with each candidate and and it sways their vote it, it sways their opinion and so i would love to hear what is important what matters to our listeners and you know to see what motivates them to go out and vote and what determines what for them because at the end of the day um our vote is our voice and we have such a wonderful privilege here in this country that we get to celebrate democracy and we get to speak our voice. And I think that that is so powerful. And I wish that more countries around the world had that privilege. Oh, absolutely. And, and look, the voter apathy that we have in this country actually is huge. We, we have a great opportunity to actually shape our government. Many nations do not. Many countries have never had that opportunity. So let's not Let's not throw away that opportunity. One thing I do like, uh, Ashley, that I've heard in the last couple of weeks is that early voting is up and that the amount of people participating is up. And that's definitely a good thing. We, we want more of that. We need more of that without any doubt. 
Absolutely. And, and Alex, I will just say this, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll finish it off with this. Knowledge is power. Do not be afraid to go and research your information. Look at everything and everywhere. Don't hold yourself back because just, just as a, a citizen of the, of the United States, we need to be knowledgeable. We, we need to know what is going on in our country and we shouldn't rely on headlines um, from mainstream media to tell us exactly what we need to hear. We need to be um, engaged in our government and engaged in, in the knowledge and, um, and investigating the truth. So the more the more we know, the better. And I, 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 I say this, ask questions, question on all sides, question because that's important. And then, then listen and listen to the answers and process that for yourselves. A Ashley, moving on a little bit uh, from, from, from the politics, from this, this presidential election year. By the way, we're only a few days away. So, so I know that's going to be a big part of what we talk about in the next couple of shows. But now that we're living in, in this COVID age, in this COVID world, we know that the attendance to live sporting events in stadiums and arenas has been limited uh, are we ready to go back? Uh, are you tomorrow, Ashley, ready to go watch a, a, a Houston team, which is where we're based? Are you ready to go to Toyota Center and watch the, the, uh, the Rockets? Are you ready to go to VVVA Stadium and watch the Dynamo? Are you ready to go back to, to, uh, to Minute Maid and watch the Astros? Are you ready to physically leave your house and, 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 and attend the, the games like we used to back in the day, as they say? You know, Alex, I, I've debated with that. I have no, um, I've kind of just let this year <laughs> finish off, be 2020, who knows what else is going to happen, an alien invasion, who knows, Alex. Um, but <laughs> for me, you know, watching the games, I, I will say this, halfway through quarantine, I was ready to get out of the house. I was ready to go to games. I did not care. Obviously, you know, you're stuck at home long hours at a time. And you just want to go out into the world. I was missing sports. And now that we I was happy in my bed. I was happy in my bed, Ashley. <laughs> I just back in your bed. Back Uncle uh, Alex in bed. He turned the AC up so it was colder and I just snuggled in my bed. That's what I You know, you know, I love naps. That's so fun <laughs> for me. I love taking naps and I will happily admit that. I just <clears> love <throat> taking naps, snuggling up. It, it's my favorite pastime. I'm I'm a napper, Ashley, too. <laughs> and, and ladies and gentlemen, we don't nap together just for full disclosure, but we do nap <laughs> we uh yeah no um so when, whenever we're we're looking in at sports on tv alex that was something new for us you know after months and months of um you know being stuck at home not being able to go to the games watching sports back on tv kind of alleviated a little bit of that itch for me personally to have to go out and go to these sporting events now the other thing too is that um all of this, all the uh, sporting events were kind of crammed in, in kind of at the end of the year now. You know, we, we had the the NBA playoffs, the um, MLB. You know, right now we're going through the World, World Series, Series right? awesome. So sad that our Houston Astros did not get to advance, um, especially after, you know, overcoming uh, a 3-0 and um, advance from the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, but anyways. I, I thought you I, meant overcoming the cheating scandal. They haven't done that quite yet. <laughs> Oh, burn. Here we go again. <laughs> Uncle Alex, go, go back to sleep. I need I'll, my, I'll I need take, my, I'm ready I'll to take another nap. I'm tired I'll this morning. I'll take over from here. <laughs> um, no, but you know, it, it, it's just, when I saw the, the Houston Astros and, uh, the Rockets, 
Um, now we're watching the Texans. You know, it kind of alleviated are we? That are we? Are we watching the Texans? Well, we're no longer watching Bill O'Brien, and that's a fact. There and you I go. Think Houston, I think Houston can celebrate that. So, you know, I kind of alleviate. Again, I keep repeating it. I, I kind of alleviated that itch. Now, I will say, Alex, I took this question to Twitter and to uh-huh. Facebook, and I asked our, our our listeners, our fans, and what are they what? saying out there? It was it was very uh, half and half. Half of them were. Absolutely not. I'm not ready. And I have the reasons for that. Um, and I'll get to that in just a bit. And then the other half was like, hey, I'm already going to games. I'm going to college games. I, I just went to a Texans game. Um, you know, so it, it's very 50-50. Now, for the people who were not ready, I asked them. I said, hey, you know, would why? you mind elaborating sure. why, you know, you're not ready? Or when will you be ready? And um, about, I would say... 35% of them said that they won't be ready until next year. And they just, again, they just kind of want to wait uh, for this year to be over, see where we are as a society, as a nation uh, for the 2021. Um, and the other half was saying, no, I'm not going to be ready until, you know, we're no longer in the red zone here in, in Houston. Uh, we still have high numbers of, of COVID cases. And so um, I, don't, I wouldn't say that we're in the red zone anymore. Certain counties are, um, but we haven't moved past that. And then the other half of the people said, I will not be ready until a vaccine comes out. So hmm. Alex, we definitely have uh, different parties going on here of, of who's saying, you know, no, I won't be ready until next year. Um, hey, I, I won't be ready until a vaccine or no, I just want to make sure that we're in a safe zone, no longer in the red zone. Um, and, you know, moving forward, we'll, we'll see what happens. But everyone for, for the most part has been super excited to have sports back. Like I said, you know, sports is, is an escape. We escape our reality. It's so much fun just to, you know, get together or in this case, social distance, uh, just watch our favorite teams play again. Um, Ashley, first of all, thank you to all of you, ladies and gentlemen, that, that, that are giving us your opinion. We need more of that. And it helps us better understand what you're thinking, what you're feeling, especially during these, these trying times. My take, Uncle Alex's take on this is the following, Ashley. I don't think we ever go back to a pre-COVID world. I think the world has changed significantly. It's made us all question what any large crowd can do. And, and, and let me say, yes, none of us, none of us um, know the, the unknown. I sound like uh, Rumsfeld. Uh, but my point is, in the past, the shared experience of us being in a stadium has been amazing. I, I've been blessed to cover sporting events from the U.S. Open tennis to Wimbledon to Super Bowls to OU versus Texas games. And there is nothing you don't, you like – don't You don't have to brag, Alex. <laughs> no, I'm not we bragging. Know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Uncle Alex isn't so modest over here. There we you know go. you're famous. We get it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and, and, and there is nothing like that adrenaline as a broadcaster, as a fan – of being together and, and, and enjoying that moment with, with thousands of fans. I do say, however, that two things have changed the and will change the stadium, the in-person uh, experience, Ashley. Number one, COVID. People will now say, you know what? If we can get this experience in a different way, why don't we? Why wouldn't we? And technology. I believe that these mega stadiums, like the one now built in, in, uh, in uh, Vegas for the Raiders, uh, uh, the, the mega stadiums 
um, like AT&T in Dallas, uh, e even NRG in, in Houston, those will start becoming smaller, more intimate, and, and, and less physical fans present. But the experience will be enhanced, Ashley. It's, it's kind of like flying. This is my analogy. Instead of everyone being coach, and there's nothing wrong with that, it'll be first class. It also means the revenue will remain the same, but the stadium won't be 100,000 plus people. That, I think, is going to change. You will literally have an experience where you sit in a first-class type couch mm -hmm. and, and you'll be able to interact, even artificial intelligence. There will be certain things that go beyond just that moment. And I think that COVID is going to lead to that situation. And, 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 and I, I genuinely believe that the, the, that the COVID and, and this world now is going to switch something and teams and leagues are going to go more toward, okay, we don't need huge stadiums. We need intimate stadiums, safer, quote-unquote, stadiums so that there is some separation. And it's not just about the numbers. It's about the quality of experience. Does that make sense? I absolutely agree, Alex. But when, you know, this also brings into question, you know, how much money are – you know, the teams, the leagues are going to lose because that's also something to think about. Now, not necessarily for the fans or actually, no, that, that that's false. It is for the fans because ticket prices have gone up and they that have. is to make and that is to make up for the for the essential loss of 2020 when, you know, sports um, were also quarantined. Um, we had so many changes this year. And part of that was you know, fans, the amount of fans that were able to go to a stadium. Now we see that the leagues, um, the teams, they're upping up their prices. And so that also brings into question, let alone a quality experience, are you willing to pay for the changes that have been made right now? You know, you have to wear a mask. So many, so many people don't want to wear a mask anymore. So many people don't care. Others are like, hey, I'll just go ahead and do it to stay safe, whatever it is. But a lot of people are not willing to to kind of pay for, you know, the league to kind of make up for their loss. It's like, hey, what what fault do I have? I didn't start COVID, you know. So that's also something that we that we have to bring into question. Are you willing to pay more money, even if it means that you get to watch your favorite team? Ashley, I, I believe that what's going to happen is that we can still all watch the games. And, and you look, look at your cable bill. Uh, look at your satellite bill. Look at your streaming bills. The, 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 the experience for us at home watch, watching, excuse me, is still there. And, and remember that revenue, part of it goes back to the, to, the, to the leagues, to the teams. So it's not like they're losing out. I do believe today a family on a modest income who unfortunately has gone through, through uh, economic hard times, even now they can't go to a game without spending literally hundreds of dollars for a family of four to go watch any local team Ashley, even in no split seats, it's hundreds of dollars. It's parking, it's concessions, it's 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 uh, it's um, uh, hats and and um, and and shirts. It's the tickets themselves. So, for many people, it's actually more affordable to watch it on television. And my point is that 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 is where we are headed. But there will be fans who live and breathe and die by their teams, by their leagues, who will find the way to continue paying even if it's if it's more money. So um, what do you ladies and gentlemen think? Uh, I don't know if you posted that um, aspect of it out in social I media. If, if people had an opinion about are live sports too expensive these days?
You know, I, that was another question that I that I asked uh, our, our our listeners, Alex. And and again, thank you all so much for participating in that little questionnaire. Again, we we are so appreciative for you to engage with us. Um, you know, we're we're. Um, happy to hear your thoughts and it helps us, you know, like Alex said, um, see where you're coming from, see your thoughts on this. And um, let me just say, Alex, again, this was kind of uh, half and half as well. So many people were like, Hey, I'm, I'm already paying for my direct TV. I'm already paying for my cable. Um, it's fine. You know, I'm just happy to, to watch sports again. And others were like, Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm paying for Netflix and Hulu and all these other tables. And, and now for you know any type of game it's like it's more expensive so again sure. it's cost you know and and you bring up a very very good point alex 2020 has been a hard year a lot of us have lost our jobs a lot yes. of us have have kind of been in uh been put in a, in a financial bind um you know a, a struggling you know so you have to take into account those families, uh, those individuals that, you know, don't want to let go of, of the one thing that escapes their reality, but it's, it's a matter of cost. You know, what do you do? What can we, um, you know, or I'm saying we as in the league, what can the leagues do to kind of accommodate those people and kind of be understanding? And it's like, Hey, you know, again, we, we lost money due to the, to the pandemic, but why do the fans have to, you know, kind of make up for that? And, and again, you know, that that's just one factor. Um, you also have to think about the employees that are working in the stadiums, the people that are working in the parking lot, making all of this happen. I think that we're all just in the same boat, uh, different parts of the boat. But at the end of the day, we're all just trying to, to you know, sail away, make land, make things happen. And so why are you on the boat? In first class, and I'm in the well, dinghy. Well, because you're I'm on in the, the bus. I'm in the dinghy. <laughs> you're on the bus. I'm on the bus. You're right. Exactly. That's one of my problems. Um, I'm trying to go on a cruise. I don't know where you're at. <laughs> I'm, I'm still on shore. Trust me. I don't like water. Anyway, that, that's, a, that's a topic the bus. for another day. Um, Ashley, they're telling us we have to go. But um, again, how can people get a hold of us? How can they follow us? And more importantly, um, how can they interact with us as far as questions, comments, or ideas? Yes, everyone, you are able to follow us at the Bortus Nation on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, almost TikTok. I'm going to try to convince that. I'm going to I'm going to prepare him for you guys. Okay, uh -oh. I, I don't want him to embarrass himself too much, embarrass me, embarrass the Bortus Nation. Uh, uh, wait, no, I'm sorry. Okay, I can't I can't be bullied. Too late for I that. Can't be bullied. Yeah, no bullying. No bullying. Um, <laughs> and you can follow me at Ashley Rodriguez and at Alex Parra. Alex, I have to ask. Yes, ma'am. Um, your your handle, your Twitter handle, mm -hmm. um, and I think your Instagram handle as well. At Alex R. R. What was your, your middle name? I mean, do, do you mind telling? I us don't or? mind telling you. It's Rafael. Ooh, I like yeah. you know my uncle's name is Rafael. There you go. That's what well, you have two Uncle Alex Rafael. Uh, oh, two Uncle Rafael. Just call I me Rafa. It. Call me Rafa. I'll be happy with that. That's what I call him anyways. I love it. <laughs> so there you go. Let's see how many people actually listen to the entire podcast and now know that little secret. Huh? Right. We'll see. Make well, sure if, if you do, if you do get to the end of this podcast, please make sure to, uh, to tweet us what Alex's middle name is. I would love, I want to see who's actually listening. You I know what? And if they do that, that, and if they do that, we'll send them a little, a little, a little surprise. Let's put it that way. We'll go out of Let's our way. Let's do that. Let's I do love it. that. Let's do it. So listen, Ashley, it's, it's always a pleasure, a joy to be beside you, uh, at least virtually, to be honest, this is the way we do this podcast until hopefully we can get in a studio together. Uh, Ashley, what are your thoughts going into the weekend? 
I'm I'm just ready for the weekend. You know, I'm excited. The World Series is is still happening. I'm I'm also that's another thing. I'm curious to see who you're betting on. You know, are the LA Dodgers going to get their um, 2017 rematch? Not against the Astros, but you yeah. know, might take the 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 cake home or is it going to be the Tampa Rays? I'm personally rooting for Charlie Morton. I think that he's an excellent pitcher. I've said it time and time again um, on my show, on the Portes Nation. Um, you know, I, I love Charlie Morton, but I don't know. Let, let's see what you guys have to say. Absolutely. Well, listen, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for putting up with Ashley. I know it's hard to do. Um, just the opposite. It's Uncle Alex no you have bullying. to put up with. No bullying. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We started that and look at the way I'm ending. But we do appreciate you tuning in. There will be more editions, more podcasts on Deportes Nation. And not only in English, pero también in Espanol. So on behalf of Ashley Rodriguez, I'm Alex Parra. On behalf of all our production team, thank you very much for tuning in. And I hope you can follow us next time here on Deportes Nation.